Hey everyone, before we get into this week's episode of Den Den Murphy, I want to apologize. There's been some technical issues on my side, so my audio is quite a bit louder than Suki's, and there's some distortion. Uh, but I still hope you enjoy the episode, and we can confirm that next time it works without a problem. Thank you. Hello and welcome back everyone to a brand new episode of Den Den Murphy broadcast directly to your Den Den Mushy. We're back here to talk about One Piece, all things One Piece, and the latest chapter. With me, of course, is Suki. Hello! We're so happy to be back, and without much further ado, let's jump into things. We have chapter 1030, The Impermanence of All Things, and as we just kind of learned right before we started recording, uh, it's a quote from the Monogatari, or Heike Monogatari. I apologize for butchering that. So, hey, we're going to more samurai stuff. Hey, what was your thoughts on the chapter, Suki? I mean, you, you know me, first off. I was excited. Law got shown two fights sure. and got new stuff. I mean, that's what I <laughs> last time, so. <laughs> <laughs> we got more stuff. More stuff. <laughs> More stuff from Law. Anytime there's stuff from Law, I'm happy. All right. <laughs> beat Luffy to Awakening. Just pointing that out. Just pointing it out. True. Uh, I, I think generally this chapter is a bit more jumbled because a lot more stuff happens. We had like very straightforward chapter structures as of late. Because we jump like, wait, we start off with Scratchman Apu making a return, somehow surviving, and those weird like ors copy monster things hybrids and him making a deal with drake that was a little surprising i didn't expect that though like i really don't think drake is gonna make a deal with a pool <laughs> yeah no no drake drake is not going i like i'm pretty sure drake is with garp right like that's been shown or hinted yeah well, well he's the leader of sword so he's yeah. the leader of a a naval super secret team which was an interesting like surprise it was like ah oh, he was an ex-marine and everyone's like oh he's just an ex-marine it's like oh you know technically he still is a marine <laughs> which i mean makes sense now that we look at it yeah and he, kobe's part of that team which was an interesting surprise well i mean kobe is like garp's star pupil besides luffy but i don't think luffy counts as a pupil but. No, he, he's more of a punching bag for Garp. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he got strong from it, but yeah. <laughs> I don't think Oda's uh, inspirational speech here is domestic abuse makes you stronger. <laughs> Beat your children to get stronger. <laughs> <laughs> Note by the editor, please do not. Please yeah. don't take this. <laughs> we, we don't mean that. We uh, condone that. <laughs> We also don't condone cutting samurais in half and communicating through farts. <laughs> yeah, the the return of uh, Mr. Pooh as a uh, Mr. Pooh. It's I I didn't expect it. Uh, it's it's kind of a surprise. That's a bit of a, a risky maneuver because on the one side it feels like oh you know he just kind of pulled this one out, didn't want to have a consequential death of a character actually getting cut in half. But it I don't know, it's its weird because he kind of explains it by thinking, oh, Law didn't quite put me back together as he should have. 
Yeah, apparently Law is not that great of a surgeon. Um, well, he, that's the thing. Law never put him back together. He was just attached by by the straw hat. Oh my god, he didn't, did he? Yeah, he didn't. So technically, <laughs> it was foreshadowed because he's the only character that wasn't put back together by the man who took him apart. Oh my god, I just realized that too because I was like, what are you talking about? He was put, and I was like, no, the Straw Hats put him together. Law never actually put him, oh my god. Yeah. So that means if his face was cut up, it would just fall apart. <laughs> no, I'm wondering, like, can, can we can we get a slash of the face? I, I like just to test now. I'm just curious. <laughs> oh, could you imagine Zoro just sees the thing, cuts him up, and goes, oh, you, you never were attached, were you? It's like, <laughs> Like, yeah, no, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, what a crazy thing to think we're getting a callback to Punk Hazard after all these chapters in the last part of Wano. That is such a great way to bring that back, though. Plus, it's not without consequence. He is bleeding. Like, they make yeah, a point to see he's bleeding. You clearly see the, the blood. Like, Usopp freaks out. So he's not, well, while he is cut in half, it might just be that it gave him the control, but it doesn't mean he might be, you know, able to be put back together, technically. Uh, he's, I mean, Law, Law put his arm back, remember? Well, yeah, true. Law's a bit of, uh, Law's a great character, but he's a bit of a cheat. <laughs> How dare you? He is a surgeon. <laughs> I, I know, but he still technically has one of the most OP fruits ever. Uh huh. Get the OP fruit because he's a surgeon, though. Like that <laughs> only works so well because of his knowledge. True. Of the medical, like it's it's basically only made for surgeons. Oh man, imagine! I want to see a world where a non-surgeon has this fruit and just has no idea what to do, and all he does is just shift stuff up and down. <laughs> just imagine Luffy with the with the OP OP fruit. It, 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 <laughs> He just keeps switching spaces with every little thing. It's a terrible fruit. <laughs> but it kind of, it brings back the point with how the fruit and the user have to have some kind of synergy to make it work. Yes. And I think that's kind of a, a great aspect about his character. And they're bringing it together here in this, in this episode chapter. I keep saying episode. <laughs> I mean, episode, I mean, isn't a chapter an episode, though? I mean, if you really think about it. Could you imagine a show running for a thousand episodes? It's like once a week, just like 10 seconds, like. Doesn't it do that now? Well, touche. (laughs) I keep forgetting how fast the anime caught up with this. And is that like pretty much the same amount? Yeah, the, the fact that the anime is at Wano right now is just very, like, it, it really shouldn't be. They they should have made some kind of filler to slow it down. Or, because I never like it when they catch up that close. Yeah, because they add stuff into it at that point. And I think they did. Because they have to. Yeah. Which is interesting well, yeah. because you think Oda would be like, hey, guys, you got about two, three years before you get to this point. Calm, calm yourself. <laughs> calm, calm yourself, all right? Pace yourself. Let's Odyssey out first. Wait. (laughs) It's not a sprint. It's it's not a sprint. I mean, considering how how long it took him to get to this point, and he's still connecting chapters that were like 200, 400 chapters ago, nothing's stopping this man. No, no. No, he's in no hurry at all. 
Mm-mm. We, though I find interesting is the sudden appearance of this, like the final show for Conjuro with this weird fire beast Kazenbo. Yeah, the Kazenbo, or I, I'm I'm guessing you said it right. Well, well, if we butchered it, let us know. <laughs> it has a period at the end of it. Oh yeah, it does. Kazenbo. I it's interesting. It's just interesting. Like he can draw and he can pull out these cr- fascinating creatures. I liked actually the way uh, Orochi suddenly makes this return. And everyone's like. Didn't we kill him? <laughs> yeah, I, I was the same. I was like, okay, yeah, he is dead. Cause I couldn't, I couldn't remember if he'd already come back alive and was killed again or what. But I could have sworn like he did. Like, oh my god, he's back, and then was like immediately taken out again. Part of me wonders if either he has each head gives him life, or it's kind of like the Hydra where he can split up. Cause oh god, no, don't split up, no, <laughs> no, no, an no. army of Orochis. <laughs> no. That is a bad, that is a idea. <laughs> I just put something in the world I shouldn't have. <laughs> oh my god, why do you, why do you want more erosion? What's wrong with you? <laughs> just, I'm just imagining, like, just he gets cut up in that one point Zoro and Killer, just like cutting him up so small. There's so many of them, but they're so small it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> I'm like curious if you can kill this guy, how are they gonna get take taken down? I I'm sure they'll find a way. Like I Orochi is a weird one because I don't see like arresting or anything like that. Like it doesn't. No, no. I think he he's they're probably gonna or uh, he's probably gonna echo what happened to the uh, the former not he wasn't the Dio he was like the friend of uh, of. Odin's the hedgehog guy whose name I can't remember right now damn it <laughs> the hedgehog guy. The, where his daughter where he was in the smiling village and he was like hung up and shot by Orochi oh yeah and then where the, it was unveiled about yeah. the, uh, the true horror of the smile fruit Jesus <laughs> I think I could see like that being him being hung up there, but not shot, but just like kind of a, either he's stuck there or they'll do to him what he did to Odin, that he has to do the dances in front of the Capitol. Yeah, but like even that, like he, I feel like he would just keep coming back. Like no matter yeah. what, I feel like he is definitely one of those characters that you have to end. Yeah, but Oda doesn't there do There is that, no, like, know? I've seen the light or anything like that. There, There is, no, like, there's nothing remotely forgivable about this character. No. I always find interesting the whole the whole plot line of him and Kondro is that their family line was hunted down and they're taking vengeance and everything. But, like, literally his his family tried to kill other people to get power so it was corruption and the vengeance and it's like vengeance for them so they're taking vengeance on them it's just like this endless cycle that starts <laughs> and it's yeah, like, like and at the core of it is Orochi we're like eh, go away <laughs> Orochi was just swiftly beheaded by Kaido so I mean was... I, I, I don't think he's an actual threat no 
But he's definitely one that he he cannot like. There's nothing for him after this. I don't see like any kind of anything besides no. Orochi's done. He's dead. Yeah, I don't know. I I I just can't imagine that he would suddenly kill off a character like that. But it's it's possible. Either he ends up like in the hands of the government because they're on their way, or he just kind of gets you know, vengeance, or they kind of do a play on him. Because the thing is, if they do kill him, it's it's once again starting that vengeance cycle. And I just feel like that's something he's trying to avoid. I don't know. It's, it's an interesting, it's kind of a weird dilemma because he technically was killed like twice. <laughs> well, that's, that's why it was like perfect for Kaido to be the one to off him. Yeah, I don't know why he brought Bob back. Like when that happened, I was like, yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I still maintain that Oda has no problems with Luffy killing someone. Case in point, we haven't seen Arlong since. <laughs> the Arlong Ar mystery. Could you imagine the last character to show up is Arlong? You didn't kill me after all, and then he does. <laughs> we, we've seen Crocodile, who, you know, did a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. We even, have not seen Arlong since. Even Dofi got away for the shit he did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, even from Kuro, we saw get away. We saw Don Creek get away. Yeah, the only one we never saw was freaking Arlong. He's just with a broken nose somewhere on the bottom of the sea. <laughs> because Arlong touched, you know, he touched Nami. You don't mess with Nami. It's yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, that's the ultimate code to get rid of villains? So people just, they just shove Nami into someone and then it's just, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Uh-oh, uh, too bad. I mean, Nami is cold-blooded in the fillers. Oh, my God. In the movies, too. Yeah, in the movies. I mean, in the filler, I forget the, the name of it. It was um, the Dragon Island one. Ah, uh, yeah. And when they're, when they're going up uh, the... When they're going up the mountain to get to the, uh, the Grand Line, and she straight out just murders this dude. Like, she <laughs> trips him, knocks him into the water. He's a devil fruit user. He can't swim. <laughs> Whoopsie. Did she also put a poor... Blooded. Don't mess with Nami, I'm telling you. No, she also put a poor uh, adult fruit user, the water fruit user, into a jar, and who knows if she can technically still survive like that. <laughs> right? She's just in a jar suffocating as water. <laughs> Does she drown as water? Like, it's weird. I don't know. <laughs> Could you imagine? She drowned as water. Oh, so she drowned. No, no. She drowned because of herself. <laughs> that would make a story no one would believe. I I will say, like, the whole Condro part here is generally like a, a nice little surprise because we all, it's, it's, it feels like this is that between chapter where we're kind of catching up with everyone before we go back into like the thick of things. Yeah, it, it very much does feel like, oh, by the way, in case you guys forgot, this is, you know, these characters are still going through this. Like, actually, I did forget. Thank you, Oda. Yeah, I do like that Mononosuke is out there like, come on, I can do tiny flames. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I mean, he's doing something. It's just, it's kind of adorable. <laughs> yeah. Also interesting, CP0 is on the move. Yes, CP0 is on the move. Uh, I, I really, I still don't see us getting like some kind of Lushi versus Luffy fight. No, no, no. I think they're going to be gone by the time they get there. 
or escape. Well, I mean, because they, they hinted that, you know, they, they want to take the island. They, they want yeah. to take Wano. Dude, so there I... is no like they're gone when this battle is over. Like it, it's very much hinted that this battle, there's going to be another battle or something has to happen to get rid of CP Zero after this. We're gonna get a freaking fourth arc, which is the the battle arc to save Wano from the world government. <laughs> it's just the follow the post arc is just more fighting. <laughs> That's what it's. That's what's hinted at because they're like after once whoever wins, we're taking Wano. Yeah, it's it's interesting because it's. I think it's a very new dilemma in this case. Normally, it's like okay, they had the Buster. I think the closest thing would be the Buster call, but they got away from the Buster call, so that was like them escaping from it, and then they were fine. Yeah, and the, like th- this isn't like the Big Mom thing where it's like, oh, they just need to escape. No, they've yeah. already declared war on the on the Emperor. Like that's that's happening right now. We have yeah. Luffy versus Kaido. There is no, oh, Luffy just needs to escape. No, Kaido's going down. Yeah. But after that, we have all this other stuff where they're like, yeah, w- no, we want to take uh, Wano because either Kaido's going to be weakened or Kaido's going to be defeated, and now's our time to swoop in. So, like, something needs to happen to step in front of that. Yeah. I can only guess Blackbeard. Ooh, that's an interesting one. I mean, Blackbeard has the advantage if Luffy takes care of both emperors here. He's got easy pickings. Yeah, and then he gets the strongest zone fruit. Could you imagine the twist is not the dragon fruit, but he steals Rob Lucci's fruit? That Wouldn't would that, be interesting. That would be insane. I don't see it, but I think it would be a really interesting, like, huh. I mean, it would explain why bother uh, introducing Lucci again. Yeah, I mean, they go so out. Far, he's, just, he's just been in the background. Like, like we, we've known about him, but he hasn't done anything. Yeah, he only showed up in the reverie. That was his, like, big return. Yeah, it's been like, oh, Rob Lucci's here for reasons. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I still think that Green Bull might be revealed soon. But I'm not sure if it's a Wano connection or an Elbath connection. I would probably go Elbath. Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of people are going with the whole green theme that he's connected to Zoro because it's an easy connection to make. And with this whole family lo- lineage being kind of revealed. But I, I don't know. It's a little, it's a weird one. Because this is the, like, I always thought uh, the, the blind guy was from Wano, given how he w- dresses and everything. The blind guy. Fujitora? Fujitora, thank you. I'm I'm terrible with names today. I love Fujitora. Oh my god, he's so cool. Fujitora has my favorite line in the entire series. Is when he when he said, "I wish I didn't take my eyes so I could see your face." Yes, that, that line. So cool. Oof, such good writing. I and, absolutely love when um he's like basically bidding farewell to the straw hats and then Sengoku appears behind him and goes, just so you know, I heard all of that. I love I love his dynamic with him. With Sengoku is so good. <laughs> but no, like I, I, I already love Fujitora, but the moment when he basically, when he did what Smoker wanted to do at Alabasta. Yeah. 
and where he told Akainu, no, yeah, that's not going down. Uh, they did it, so they get the credit. Sorry, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that by the end, uh, like the big final arc, because that we have the parallels with Gold Roger and um, uh, Garp working together, I think we're going to have something similar with the Marines and the Straw Hats and whatever, and their crew working together to fight against the, the main big bad. Where does Aokiji, or not Aokiji, uh, 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 Akainu. Akainu, yeah, right down. In that. Uh, he's an asshole. That's where he fits in. <laughs> <laughs> Punched through Ace. <laughs> Poke the hell in him. Like, because he he's not, like, evil per se no he he's just it's uh, what was it i think full a total justice is his belief or something yes absolute justice absolute justice that was it so if you break it down to where like the marines have to join forces with some of the pirates to, to fight the the evil do, does he go for that i want i could see luffy being the better man and not like saying i hate you because of ace if they do but focusing uh, on the moment. I don't know, because weren't we shown a panel where, like, just hearing that name kind of triggered Luffy a little bit? That's been a while, true. He just gets a cheap shot, punches him in the face, is like, you're going to get more later. <laughs> right. we'll, we'll, we'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> I... It's, it's interesting, because we don't know where the direction is, and, like, the, the panels highlight, like, we get the little tease of the big th of our monster trio still in their fights which i i kind of want to get more king focus i want to know what the hell's up with his face reveal that was like a month ago <laughs> it is it was over a month ago it was like three four chapters sanji took over the last two so it must have been around like a little i think three weeks or four weeks now with the break but it's I mean, time flies. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, when you're... When you're when, well, yeah, no, because when you're going chapter to chapter, you get chapter a week, then yeah. But, and we're getting these teases that something's technically happening. <laughs> Fucking, he's in the vault in the armory that we just learned about a few chapters ago, and the idiot's just sitting there poking his nose. It's just also such a weird thing in this series of people poking their noses. Uh, and then suddenly... Big Mom appears, and the big reveal comes. We yes. already seen it before. Both Law and Kid have awakened their abilities. How the fuck did they do that? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, that's my thing. Is like, how long have they had this? Because mm. uh, like, they already have names for their attacks. I, I don't know how that whole naming thing works, but they seem to like know what they're doing. This is not, mm, let me test this. This seems like, oh yeah, no, I can do this. Yeah. Like this is not a, oh, I just awoken this like a week ago. This feels like something they've had for a while, which my question is law. What, what the hell? What about Dopey? What, why? Why? If you've had it that long, why didn't you use it on Dopey? I I don't know if he had it when he fought Dofi. Because it was a time where we didn't see him. I think What's this that? might have been... Uh, like he's been with the Straw Hats forever. Well, that's the whole the whole cake army. Uh, whole cake army. Whole cake island arc, he was gone. 
He was on Wano. He would have been too useful. <laughs> He's going to be gone for a while after this one, isn't he? <laughs> uh, he, he, w- he was too OP for Whole Cake. They, ha- they had to nerf Luffy a little bit because Law and Luffy versus Katakuri just isn't fair, you see. So they had to take <laughs> Law out of the fight. Yeah, that that very likely. Who needs future vision if he could just literally change reality? <laughs> I, I I mean it's it's a little sun it's very typical Oda that Oda doesn't commonly shows you how characters get abilities. The big exception was in the uh second arc where we learn more about how Conqueror's hockey works to use it as a weapon. Uh, and that was like the build up to the moment where the sky split. But like with awakening abilities, we have no idea what exactly that means. Like when do you know your ability awakens? Yeah. And uh, like with law, it's a little unclear what it is. But if I if I understood it correctly, he pretty much uses his sword to create a room within someone's body. That's how I understand it. That's what is like his room. Uh, I'm guessing yeah, it's Krum. K room because if it was K room, I feel like there would be some kind of separation between the K and the. Yeah, room. I think it's Kroom. I've looked up Kroom because I was like, okay, it's got to be a medical term, right? It is. Yeah. Not. <laughs> <laughs> it is a combination of clinical and room. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 kind of like I love the visual of it because his shambles ability is pretty much a a dome around a certain environment, but he he literally took the ability and inserted it into an object. So either the sword pretty much becomes the room and he can insert it into someone, or he's pretty much using that as a way to bypass people's strength. Because Mama starts bleeding. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I think... I, I actually didn't even think about him using it on his sword. Now that I think about it, because I was just like, wait, did he just inject her with his ability? But yeah, I, I think you're right. I think he basically injected it to his sword because then it penetrates her and he says, uh, creates shock waves from within and then it makes her bleed. Yeah, because he says anesthesia and you see that the sword has like the room all around it. So he pokes through her that doesn't do anything and then releases the shock wave. Then you have a kid who can apparently assign people magnetism now. Yeah, that like his ability was the most logical when it came to the awakening. Because it's pretty obviously that he he is a magnet, so he can make someone else magnetic. Um, I do love that in the middle of it. It's just so, for some reason everyone's abusing Law's ability by saying, get me out of here. And it's like, don't tell me what to do. But he always does it. <laughs> he always does it. Don't tell me. I absolutely love that part when they're up there with Kaido. And then he, he evacuates them all and then goes out of his way mid-fight. To yeah. <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> I was planning on doing that anyway. <laughs> Such a tsundere. Do it because you ordered it. I I love Law. Such a good character, uh, and I love how long we've been actually spending time with him. And it's it's so great that this alliance is that like you know the typical alliance concept. And they warned him. They said what you think is an alliance is not the same thing for Luffy. 
and he is stuck with it now and he's just too proud to ad- to admit it <laughs> that he's enjoying it i loved it and uh i keep saying alabasta but that is not uh, dress rosa with um, with the bread where uh law's like handcuffed and like the whole time luffy's referring to it like that's my nakami he's like no no i am not <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> stop it <laughs> I love their dynamic. Uh, he didn't. I'm trying to think. Law did not join the alliance, did he? Uh, the Straw Hat Alliance? No, yeah, he did not join it. I'm curious if that is a possibility after this. I, I love that he's figured out uh, basically how to utilize Luffy best now. Like, he, yeah. he's like we're going to do this plan. And now instead, when he makes his plans, he's like, and Luffy's going to go and do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, he factors Luffy in now. <laughs> it's, he already figured out. I'm pretty sure Robin was the one who taught him the ways of Luffy. <laughs> because she knows she's so in tune with him. And she's just like, okay, this is you have to keep this in mind. And he's just looking at her, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, man. I I do like the revelations with these awakenings. It's it's really interesting because it's our first real hint at it since, yeah, since since Don Quixote. So it's a big move that we're getting this back. I still, part of me is like, is it a tease that Luffy would have an awakening? I personally don't feel like it. I mean, like it's it's been key. Like ever since it came up, immediately everyone was yeah. like, "I wonder what Luffy's awakening will be." Like everyone was like, "Oh, like I, I myself was like, you know, I wonder what Luffy's awakening." I never thought of Law's awakening once. To be fair, because I was always like, his ability is just so OP as it is. <laughs> and look where it is now. <laughs> it's like, how do you awaken that? Well, apparently, now we know. But it, it kind of creates this very simple rule that the power awakening is passing on your ability to your environment yes. and controlling it. Well, that's why I didn't think of laws because his ability is already affecting the yeah. environment. Yeah, it's it, like it's some of these fruits because they're so random. It's just really hard to get a feeling for us. Like, oh, what does this mean? Like, what does it mean for Ace? If he touches someone and they just turn into a fire, it's like, isn't that his base ability is to make things get burned? <laughs> or well, so, uh, technically, only, now. Only uh, Paramecias can be awakened. Oh, only Paramecias? As far as I know, yeah. It wasn't oh, I don't remember that. Might have missed it. It makes sense because all the other fruits are kind of overpowered. And No, 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 no. Zoan can have uh, awakening as well. Those were the gatekeepers. The gatekeepers were awakened Zoan types they were. in the down. Logia can't be awakened because they're already pretty much like awakened. 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 Um, sorry, I just had a flashback to his own. I'll, I'll have to go back and fact check. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Like it, it does because Logia are pretty much overpowered. It's like the most powerful but most rare fruit as well. Hmm. I, I'm interested. Is a Logia. That would be the most random revelation ever. I mean, because his whole body is rubber. Actually, and he can't be shot with bullets, which is also kind of a running gag with uh, Logia type. 
I think he might be. And someone just assumed it was Paramecia. Like, I, I, why would it be Paramecia? Like, what separates? Besides the whole, it's not an element. Like, okay, rubber's yeah. not an element. That's it's fine. not a natural <laughs> element. <laughs> is, is that what Logia is? It has to be a natural element. But like, that's the thing with uh, uh, if you think about it with uh, Magellan. Magellan, if you compare Magellan and uh, Caesar, Caesar is a Logia type because his entire body is smoke. But Magellan is Paramecia because the bo- his body excludes yeah, the poison. Yeah, has a body underneath there. Yeah, but Luffy, Luffy... is all rubber. He's all rubber. Like, including his organs, hence he can do geared second. And if you compare, we had a tease in Alabasta that Mr. One was not made of metal. He can only turn his body into metal. Yeah, like they, they've made a very clear distinction. That is actually a really interesting theory. Aha. Aha. Theories. Aha. No, it's actually, it, it's an interesting revelation because if you think about it, there's no paramecia type Paramecias are a support type. Even uh, Kid is not always magnetic. He literally can't control when and when he is not magnetic. Luffy can't control when and when he's not rubber. He is literally made of rubber. So either rubber is a... You know, that's the thing where then I'm realizing, what about mochi? What about a Katakuri's fruit? That was a special oh, paramecia. Right. Yeah. But he's not 100% mochi. He can control his body to turn into mochi. Yeah, again, like, there's similarity to Luffy, but, again, like, Luffy's the only one I think we've met where he is... The... Harder. Yeah. Because the, the mochi fruit, we do learn, is that it may, he makes it look like it's Logia... Because he's dodging at the right time, but he's turning parts of his body into mochi, while Luffy literally is 100% rubber all the time. Yeah, he is always rubber. There is no, like, oh, now I'm normal. Now, Well, unless, I mean, when you count, like, Nami hitting him, I guess, but... <laughs> Na- Nami is the, uh, her fists are made of sea stone. <laughs> either she's stunned or she has uh, hockey one or the other wouldn't it be amazing because let's 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 be honest we've spent all of this time joking around about sanji catching fire when he's passionate to have now the revelation that he might have lunarian dna so if nami is one of the most natural users of hockey i am laughing my ass off <laughs> i mean it would make sense at least for like observation hockey yeah, but well, observation hockey for me is just something that just belongs to Usopp. Just belongs to Usopp. What else does he have? <laughs> well, I mean, no, because she the way she predicts the weather in that. True, but then it's always the question of is it her just really being that good at understanding weather patterns, or is it hockey? Because then it would be foresight. I mean, it's possible. It would be. It has foresight with the weather. Yeah. She has the most strongest ar- armament hockey and foresight and has no idea. Yeah, right? She keeps running away from everything. <laughs> That's why she can always hurt Luffy. <laughs> I would love... I mean, I would not be surprised if Oda pulls 
that kind of shit out of nowhere and it still makes sense <laughs> any other time i would be like you know it's obviously it's just a gag haha it's yeah. funny but oda is the only one i've ever seen who took the nosebleed gag and make it serious make it a plot point so while you're you, while you might immediately write it off as it's just a gag, at the same time he's done that with the nosebleed gag thing. Yeah, I yeah I could see it. So I could totally see him pulling something where like Nami's had this all along. I mean, we did also see when she swung zoos. He turned. It seemed like he was hockey infused when he was turning into that maze. Yes. Dude, that would be the funniest revelation ever. Nami's just super powerful. <laughs> I mean, it, may, it makes sense for the, the Pirate King's crew. I'm yeah. sure they're all going to have some kind of hockey eventually. Yeah, that's what makes Sanji so dangerous. He's a Vinsmoke. He has all of Vinsmoke's tech and hockey. Yeah. And, and pretty much stole uh, CP like, and Zero. has it. Yeah. Ustop has it. Brooke doesn't have it. And Oda's been on record stating that Usopp will always be the weakest. Has he? I didn't know that. I seem to remember SPS like that. He, he wants it to, no matter how strong they get, oh, uh, in the hierarchy, Usopp's always going to be the weakest because that's his role. Yeah, he's he's well advanced in other places. That's the yeah. point of his character. So, Which like, makes sense. he is already stronger than Usopp. Just point that out. True. Usopp just has the bag of tricks that does everything. <laughs> well, yeah, and he's a god. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm so glad he was called God Usopp in his wanted poster. <laughs> god D Usopp, as the, uh, as the fans do. When, uh, it's not Go D. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, uh, I think, man, I have to say that Logia idea is really interesting with, with, uh, Luffy and her potentially having like having that revelation that she's been using hockey and had no idea that would be interesting because it's like a natural resource. I can't think of a, of a single fruit that we've seen throughout the entire journey that operates like Luffy's. No, it hasn't. That's interesting. Ooh, that's worth a write up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I might do some digging, but it's your idea. <laughs> you could probably dig it much better than i could because it, it's it's an interesting idea because it would add why who's who had a transport as a cp member that specific fruit yeah hmm Methinks something's happening here oh uh -huh. <laughs> it way back then <laughs> man if yeah we're gonna have to get on this if there's ever a revelation <laughs> We, it was said here. I mean, I'm sure someone else has had to have pointed that out. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's out. It's kind of like the Cerberus theory with Blackbeard. Like it, it's probably out there. We just don't know where, how, and when it was mentioned. You know, if it was a big name. Time to go. Cerberus thing. You could just go by the way Oda does. Like Oda likes his patterns. Yeah. He does love that. I don't see Blackbeard staying at two fruits. No, it ha he has to go third one. The question is just which third one. And if he has to go third one, we have uh, his Logia, which is uh, his 
black hole fruit, and then you have the paramecia, which is uh, white beards. So obviously, if you're going to have three fruits, it's going to be the three different types. Yeah, I, I think unless he's after Marcos. I don't know. Why would he go after Marco? I mean, wouldn't you want the, the Phoenix fruit? Yeah, but Marco, most of his ability is healing. No, that's true. That's very, like, I, I can't see Blackbeard even knowing how to do that. <laughs> Blackbeard gets the worst of all fruits for him because he's just, he's, like, trying to beat everyone up and he's healing them all accidentally. Why? Oh, damn! <laughs> I started laughing when I heard uh, Blackbeard's fruit, and he talks about his weakness. How uh, one of his weaknesses is he like basically takes like double damage from like yeah. attack. like he t- it hurts him worse. And I'm like, and yet we have Luffy, who how does he fight? He doesn't use a weapon. <laughs> True, actually, yeah. There's a there's a parallel there, isn't there? So you're gonna be taking Luffy's beat down. And apparently taking double damage from it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, he he got a good shot in during Impel Down before he had to move on. Yeah. And that, that was like pre-hockey Luffy. Yeah. I still love the fact that Blackbeard has says he has the most powerful fruit. And we have no idea why outside of him sucking things in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's always seen, like... Like I, I, I still feel like taking double damage from melee would just be a stupid trade-off. But... Especially if it's a logia. Actually, and is it a logia though? Because if he takes damage in that form, I don't think that's a logia. Yeah. Like darkness should be like you know you punch and it's just a whiff. Yeah, that that's an interesting thing. So it's a parallel to how Luffy's paramecia technically isn't quite a paramecia. Exactly. Like maybe, maybe you know, he thinks it's a logia. <laughs> Blackbeard just accidentally gets three paramecias and he has no clue. <laughs> hilarious. It's interesting because that's the thing with logia fruits is that we learn very specific how they work. Like, I, 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 literally turns into ice and shot, and it's just ice. We have magma we have lightning we have all these elements or elemental stuff then we had gas we had smoke which is so hilarious that smoke is its own element in this world <laughs> that's what i mean like who's making the rules of the elements yeah it's like that's it's you have so many that don't match and then you literally have a guy who still takes damage he just has darkness coming out of his body yeah, we, we have the darkness logia, which operates like a paramecia, and then we have the paramecia rubber uh, paramecia that operates like a logia. Yeah, they are parallels to each other in a way. Though I do wonder, could you imagine Blackbeard is faking it to take people down more easier? I mean, while he's been shown to be smart, I don't know if he's that smart. <laughs> he's just like... I can dodge this. No, I have to take them all. Ow, ow, ow! It's like, <laughs> definitely one of those that you want to write off as like an idiot, but you can't. Like, he yeah, you can. Playing so far ahead of people. So, and, any kind it, of scheme like that, I could definitely see. Yeah. Like, with the whole prison breakout thing, like, he completely played Luffy. Oh, he played everyone. <laughs> He played the government like that. Amazing to think. When did he join the Seven Wards? Right after Crocodile, I think, was taken down. 
And he he originally uh, his original plan was to turn in Luffy. Yeah, but he then thought, hey, I can just nab Ace and throw him down there. We still don't know how a pre-fruit uh, Blackbeard was able to scratch out uh, freaking Shanks' eye. Like, how the fuck did he do that? When did he do that? It's got to be a cheap shot. Probably. I mean, it fits the character, yeah. <laughs> because it's Shanks. But that's like the I thing. Said, like, he's I've probably way powerful. Like, the, the more they play up Kaido, just the more badass Shanks appears. <laughs> yeah. But I'm also trying to think, like, I feel like there's so much we don't know about Blackbeard because he literally was able to get a shot in on Shanks, but he almost got defeated by Magellan. You know? I think, I think he was playing on that one. I think so, too. But sometimes it makes him... So either, like, there's a theory that it's actually three people that are Blackbeard, like uh, triplets. I and haven't heard this theory. What? I don't remember where I read it. So I did a research when I was doing my theory on what fruit he has. And there was this theory that it's actually triplets that he has in his body or something. Like they share a body and they can unfuse. Like he already has a, a another fruit that allows him to do it. It's, it's a little weird. Or he has pretty much it's three brothers that were born. It's triplets that were born in one body. So he's switching personalities, and each personality has ownership of a part of the body, and that's how he can use multiple fruits. Because he never, we never see him use two fruits at the same time. He switches between them. I thought he had like one. Well, his one fist had uh, the earthquake, and then his other had the darkness at the same time. Oh, yeah, he did. True. Yeah, yeah, that was when he got the power uh, shortly after. Yeah, but he was like, it's like his one part of his body controls one side and the other or something like that. But it's, it's that, like... That's convoluted even, like, too far for Oda, I feel. Well, yeah, because the thing is, it's like he could still be a goofy character while still being smart, you know? Because people are trying to explain why he was so goofy when we first meet him. And then, like, the second time, he's different. It's it's all because of that stinking line, there's more than one. That's the only reason that theory exists. <laughs> yeah, like, some some of the theory. Like, I mean, we, we touched upon, like, you know, the Luffy having uh, Roger's devil fruit. Like, yeah. Some of the theories just are kind of silly. Crocomom. Oh, Crocomom. Nothing like, beats Crocomom. <laughs> are we ever going to solve what the, that mystery was? Or was that just Oda just literally going, yeah, no, that's out there. Never telling you, though. I mean, I do find it funny how part of me thinks he's fucking with people at this point. Like, he literally, every character at, at Roger's funeral, at funeral, <laughs> at Roger's beheading, we see everyone react, but only the back of his head. Of crocodile, I was like, "Why is the back of his head here? We know it's him. It's like very obviously him. So what are you trying to do?" And it just feels like he's like, "Ah, everyone thinks he's a woman. Let's have some fun." <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I've I've seen the uh, the drawing that he did, and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, no, uh, crocodile is kind of hot." <laughs> <laughs> but it, it gets worse if you start thinking about the fact that, uh, you know. I don't know how to say this. Uh, he's supposed to be Luffy's mom? 
yeah, being Luffy's mom is where you lose me. Like, yeah. I, I can understand the theory of uh, female crocodile. That's fine. That's I fine. Behind that. But then Luffy's mom, and it's like, no. <laughs> I've even seen Emu is, is his mom or something. So there's everyone, for some reason, everyone is really obsessed with who his mother is. Hey, honestly, I don't think it matters. No, I mean, even uh, Ace's mom has such a minor role in the story overall. Overall, I, a minor role. I mean, she carried she carried him for like extra months. That's not minor. But. Well, yeah, but we never did. We ever see her face in the in the manga? I don't think so. I believe so. I always thought she was just a silhouette for most of the time. I believe so, and I think I uh, don't quote me on this, but I. I remember someone saying she had orange hair because I, I know that a lot of the uh, Luffy Nami shippers like point to that one and like, it looks like Nami. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Why does that matter? <laughs> because Oda has a very similar art style for most of his female characters. <laughs> but uh, that, that's all they need to grasp onto the Luffy and Nami ending up together, which I, I can't see. But Luffy's asexual. He doesn't care. I don't see him ever giving a shit about who he's with. I mean, I I, I just want to see him wind up with someone because, like I said before, I think I've said before, I just mm. want to see Smoker have to take care of his kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that would be hilarious. I just want that Garp <laughs> dynamic where the Pirate King is like, hey, Smokey. <laughs> <laughs> that would be actually hilarious, yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone's looking at the, uh, go, you know, the Roger and Garp combo with him and Kobe, but I feel like Smoker deserves a win in this series. The guy hasn't really won anything ever at this point. He just yeah, gets his I ass whooped. I think Smoker deserves it more. I actually, I like their dynamic a little more than I do uh, him and Kobe. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, the dynamic's a little stronger. I just like because he's not really, you know, Kobe's like, oh, when he starts crying, he's like, oh, you know, oh, it's, it's Luffy. It's like, oh, it's cute. But that's not the dynamic Garp had. Garp was like, I'm going to chase you down and kick your ass. That's yeah. that's Chaser or Smoker. Damn it, I went for the Funimation name. <laughs> I, I absolutely love when they first entered the New World and Garp knew exactly where Luffy would have gone. <laughs> yeah, he's like, ah. uh, Smoker knew exactly where Luffy would have gone. He's like, huh, I went to the most dangerous island. He should be here. <laughs> <laughs> he's so in tune with him in such an interesting way. I love it. Yeah, I think Smoker definitely is going to have a bigger part, especially, you know, we're still kind of the big mystery about Toshigi looking exactly like Zoro's, uh, you know, old love flame friend whatever she exactly was supposed to be god the, th the theories on that one i i think it's as simple as she just looks the same yeah. <laughs> if they start doing what they did with him with his heritage and her heritage is like connected to tawano could you imagine <laughs> If, if they're connected that way, I'm fine, but if, if it, like, I've seen the fan theories where, like, oh, it's her. She's just had memory loss. Like, no, she's she's dead. Yeah, let's pull another Zabo. <laughs> but, again, Sabo was hinted at strongly, yeah. where it was like, you had that panel with Dragon, where it's like, hey, I have this kid, someone come help. Yeah. I, I, I would have hinted 
somewhere. I, I've seen theories that Toshigi's a lost sister of I, I think lost sister, maybe. That that could work, but the thing is there's no real hint or connection built between them outside of their physical appearance. So either we're gonna have a development that kind of goes, hey, uh, oh, I know this place, or I, I've been here before, and we find out the connection. Because we don't, I don't she's Pretty younger much, than... I mean, if we look at Roger, he looks like an older Luffy. Yeah, but he's not, but related. not related. It's, it's kind of the visual parallel being worked on again. Yeah. And I kind of, like, I don't want, just have Tashigi coincidentally, for destined purpose, be a indirect inherited will because they also look similar and have yeah, similar she interests. Looks, she looks look the same. I honestly yeah. think that's all it is. And it's just got you know, whoever the deity is of the One Piece world is fucking with Zoro. <laughs> you thought you're sad? Now you're gonna be sadder. <laughs> oh wait, that's Oda. <laughs> Well, that's a, that's another thing I, I've seen uh, misinterpreted by some reviewers is that they seem to think like the the whole Zoro having a hard time fighting uh, Toshigi is because he he looks down on women, and I'm like, that's the exact no. opposite. <laughs> yeah, he, he, we've seen him fight women yeah, throughout the series. Like that, that's that's the exact opposite of his character. Like that he's trying to prove that. Did you not read? <laughs> that was the whole the first time he meets that where they meet they're kind of okay with each other and she challenges him later he just keeps walking away from her because he doesn't want to face her it has nothing to do with she's a woman it's just because she looks like his childhood friend we couldn't defeat i i don't know it's it's a weird thing where I mean, with uh, with the character where he did end up fighting her, where another Logia type with her snow fruit, which is also like snow as a Logia. Oh, Monet. I love Monet. Monet. Monet is an interesting character. Her, oh, God. She's like the only real death, I think, at this point that is still so fucking memorable. <laughs> it was a good death, and it was like, oh, wow. So Pell survives, but Monet has to die, huh? And her, yeah, the random reoccurrence and later in the flashback was like, oh, I forgot about Monet. True. Because you forget that she was involved with all of this and she shows up in like the castle. I I love Monet. I really did. I was so saddened by her death. Like, I know she was a villain, but I don't know. It was such a good scene. The way Zoro takes her out is probably one of his best scenes in the series. Because he didn't use hot. That's saying a lot. Well, I'm saying one. I'm not saying the best. I'm just saying from a character who basically exists to be like the badass of the channel. Yeah. I mean, it's hard if you if you even try to think about like what is the best solo scene. There's so many to choose from. For me, I think it would be nothing happened. For me as well. It's that scene is really hard to topple. That and uh, the Ashura scene will always be in my mind. The first time we see his weird, tangible, non-tangible demon form. <laughs> that was okay. I can't really rank that as like badass Zoro moments, though. Mm. 
like for me it would definitely be nothing happened at one uh no no question like there's nothing that comes yeah to that. yeah yeah 100 <laughs> i would probably give it a tie between punk hazard and his very first fight with mihawk for the second one Ooh, mihawk that's a good point I jokingly, just because I love the scene, would throw in a funnier scene with uh, I was on the wrong ship. <laughs> that, that, that was good. That's what you get for kidnapping me. <laughs> <laughs> That's like one of my favorite just sequences with him where it's just his, his straight, where his, his straight humor just works so fucking well. It just cuts these poor people's trips short. Uh, yeah, I think I think my my list is pretty similar in that regard. It's it's just so many good scenes with him and the way he takes Monet out and then like kind of proving his point. Where I think the thing is is what what a lot of what happens a lot is a lot of people take what the characters say at, at face value sometimes because that was Tashigi's line that oh you're not gonna fight a woman or something where he was just leaning back and he was just kind of and then where he goes out of his way to prove his point. That's yeah, that was like, interesting. Have you ever met a, a cage beast who you were sure wouldn't bite you or something like that? Yeah. So it's it's it, there's an interesting parallel here, and I just think he he doesn't want to fight her just purely because she looks like her, and it's like fighting her would bring that back to him. So whenever they might eventually fight, I see flashback scenes for him happening, thinking back to her think they're ever going to have an actual fight no i think it's possible i think at this point let's be honest they're pretty much in camp straw hat well true but i could see them like have a training phase <laughs> May- maybe maybe if she if she like was humble and went, like came to zoro for training i could yeah. definitely see that I, I'm trying to think that we don't. She we she can use hockey, right? I believe she can. Yes, I, I think that's like anyone in the new world can use hockey. <laughs> yeah, but the only one did we see Brooke use it? Yeah, he uses it too. I think we see his skeleton hand black ones yeah, while holding a sword. He's just the the new standard now. I do think Frankie's the only one who can't use it. I don't think I've seen Law use hockey though. No, Law. Well, Law doesn't technically really need it given his ability, and Frankie, due to most of his stuff being, you know, the technology, he never really relies on it. Oh come on! A a general Frankie covered in uh in black. Jesus! Hockey. <laughs> awesome. Just comes up black general. <laughs> We'll get a new upgrade from Frankie. I, feel like I think so. I mean, with Queen around, I'm pretty sure. Anytime there's technology lying around, he has integrated it somehow. I still think he even integrated the he integrated the dials into the ship. Yes. So I'm I'm pretty sure whatever Queen was working on, he is definitely going to get his hands on it. The only question is, is there anything that Queen did that wasn't gas-based that would be a terrible weapon for anyone to use? Because that Frankie wouldn't do. Except maybe tear gas. <laughs> I don't see Frankie using tear gas. <laughs> it's just, that, that, I, is, that is way too non-manly for him. 
he would only he, it, the only tear gas is him crying in the rain. <laughs> Getting his manly tears. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why didn't you tell me this story earlier? <laughs> oh man, I I want more Frankie. He was messing in this chapter. We didn't see uh, him at all. Yeah, we need we need more Frankie. You've heard it, Oda. More Frankie. More Frankie. Please, more Frankie. Fra- the character kind of vanished recently, I'd say, is Frankie uh, and... Oh, damn it. I can't think of Jimbei. They both Jimbei kind- had his badass moment, though. Well, yeah, but kind of ever since, we have no idea what exactly they're doing, you know? Well, the question is, where are they? Are they just kind of fighting still? Or are they somewhere else? I kind of love if Jimbei's just sitting somewhere waiting, like just kind of getting his composure. Get back up, beat the shit out of everyone. This is what you guys do, huh? <laughs> Man, I, I love Jimbei in this. I'm so happy he joined finally in this stupid chapter. That was like the, I think that's the longest a character took to join the Straw Hats. I, I mean, like, I've always counted him at the minute that, you know, Luffy told him that he's going to join his crew. Like sure. I've always counted Jinbei because that's that's like your first order. Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not an option. It that's your first order as crewmate. You're joining my crew. <laughs> so he technically has a tree that joined him, and it's yes, just stuck I on. Count, I count the tree as a straw hat. Damn it. <laughs> that would be so perfect. Go back to Thriller Bark. We'll get the tree's name. <laughs> His name is Treebert. Treebeard. Treebeard. <laughs> I I seen because we discussed this last time with Yamato that you know I know you're on team Yamato joins the Straw Hats that someone said that the 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 things talking against is that he doesn't call her by her name but he calls her Yamo or Yamabo and that she hasn't interacted with any of the uh, Straw Hats. Which was also a normal thing in the past. I mean, they're kind of in the middle of a huge battle at the moment. Yeah, but still. You can't really, <laughs> Luffy can't really take her to each crew member and be like, Hey, Yamato, this is Zoro. Zoro, oh, are you busy? I'm sorry. This only <laughs> Come on, look at her. She's adorable. <laughs> I mean, the I thing is... I already like, said, the minute that, one, she was introduced as the Oni race, which is a brand yeah. new race, does not exist on Luffy's crew at the moment. And if you look at Luffy's crew, it is a just amalgamation of every single race. True. There's, I mean, yeah, there's a few humans and then a mixture of everything. Like, this, this is a mixture of everything of the One Piece world, which perfectly represents the Pirate King. Yeah. So the freedom. minute they was like, okay, it's Oni race, bam, brand new race. That checks off the checklist for me. Uh, she has all this knowledge on the straw hats. She, uh, as it's been pointed out, she has a post apparently that you need on the crew. Yeah. You really don't. Again, Luffy's invited a damn tree. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the official tree of the straw hats? Like a job does not need to be a thing, but if, fans want it fine she could be the log bookkeeper <laughs> the tree is one of the orange trees now he's been there all this time <laughs> oh, oh my god baby no <laughs> i do know that there's a theory that monet's fruit is one of the oranges oh that- my god that i 
Yeah, that theory where it's one of the oranges and then Nami's going to accidentally eat it. And I was like, no, that's... Uh, like, we ever everyone s- needs a devil fruit. Yeah, there's no point of her having that. As much as I would love to see a return of the snow fruit because it was just a really cool fruit. And it would totally fit Nami. Uh, <laughs> I just, I don't see like that happening at all. But... Like, so I fully feel Yamato is going to join. Like, it's it's already been established. No one's accepted you wherever you've been because of your race. Because yeah. Because you are. I was like, oh, Straw Hat. I'm sorry. She needs someone to accept her? Bam, yeah. Come on. The thing for me that did open up the possibility was the fact that after meeting her very late into this arc is that she got her own flashback as a kid. And there's no, like, non-crew members. We had many flashbacks with characters. But, like, there's no, there's no like, connection outside of Kaido that this flashback exists for. for it's it only there for Kaido and the, the Shimatsuki name. Or Shimatsuki connection. Yeah, no. Uh, Oda's just showing us her backstory and what she's been through and how she hasn't been accepted anywhere. Yeah. Except for the the wonderful samurai. Oh, that was cute when they gave her the food. Like, we haven't gotten that of from the others that, you know, were supposedly going to join the crew. Yeah. Except Vivi, but Oda already counts Vivi as a crew member. Like, that's that was the whole point of the farewell is, will yeah. you still consider me a crewmate when we meet again? Exactly. And the and thing I is... That's overlooked a lot because everyone's like, well, Vivi's not a crew member. Yes, she is. Oda calls her the 13th member in her Viver card. Mm-hmm. And that technically means there are two spots open. Yes. So there has to be more joining. Yamato and Carrot. I, I think it's very possible. I, I do think it's it's absolutely possible. I'm just curious. I always thought like at least one someone joins on Elbaf, but I actually always wondered if uh, Usopp stays on Elbaf when they get there. I don't think he'll stay on Elbaf. Like, he ain't leaving Luffy. Like, maybe after the whole Pirate King thing is done and he wants to settle down, yeah, he might go to Elbaf. Yeah. But he, he ain't leaving Luffy. True. It's going to be interesting. We're It's getting exciting. we got one more chapter before a break, supposedly. So it's going to be really exciting to see where they go with this. It very much is. But, yeah, like... To me, Yamato and Carrot are totally joining because, again, if you look at Luffy's crew, you look at the diversity of it. Yeah. Luffy would then have a mink, which we don't have. We don't have that race. Like, we have representation for all these races so far. Yeah. He technically has a giant as well, if you consider the alliance. He has, enti- he has the actual next-generation giants <laughs> on his side. And like you said, I would not be surprised if on Elbaf we meet some little giant that ends up joining. I think Vivi is going to be back into the... She's going to return on Elbaf. Because... Definitely. Because Shanks was at the Reverie when she was there. I think Shanks got out. Though I want to know... Why was Shanks able to be at Marajoie? <laughs> because he's Shanks. True, true. He just walks up there. It's like, oh, the true conquers hockey. Come in, come in. 
Yeah, right? And they're like, oh, Shanks, hey, come on in. <laughs> That's... What are you going to do? What are you going to do? The man stopped a war by showing up. <laughs> he, just, he showed up with his crew, a man who had a very cute monkey. <laughs> you, you had all the warlords together. You had all the admirals, and somehow that wasn't enough. So you go, no, Shanks, you can't take us. Like, oh, Shanks is here. Nope, party's over. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I don't know if this is a good idea. <laughs> so, like, what are you gonna? What? What are they gonna do? No, arrest that man. And the, what? The Marines are gonna be like, ha ha. Okay. <laughs> Could you imagine? One idiot goes, arrest that pirate. I was like, are you fucking idiot? <laughs> you know who that is. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, oh, I see the red hair now. <laughs> I, I, I didn't see it. The sun caught my eye. My bad. I <laughs> like, yeah, that, that that's why Shanks was allowed because he's Shanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious. Ah, oh, man. Do you have, uh, I think we're gonna have to wrap it up slowly, though. We got a lot to discuss. So let's let's see what next week brings us. CP Zero is on the move, so perhaps we'll get a bit more revelation that way. I'm hoping for more Zoro and King, though. I think we might have another like this chapter where it's a bit more random with different events happening as we build up towards it. Yeah, I think it'll like dip and dive in between, and I also think we're probably going to get Gear Fifth. I so I did see one theory. You say I say we wrap up, then I start a new theory. I did, I did, yeah, you really do. There's one thing I did really like is that a lot of people were showcasing that there was some a tease about uh, him be uh, like Luffy representing a tiger versus the dragon, and that Gear Five is probably something along the lines of uh, Tiger Man or something. Yeah, because the tiger was on that island, right? Yeah. The tiger is also the visual where it's uh, Luffy versus Kaido, where you see a tiger in the background. The tiger has been referenced with fire as well. It does fit the theming. No, it's like weird. He technically, in the in the Momo story, he's the monkey. But in his own story, he's pretty much a different character. He's a lucky tiger. Luffy's whatever he fucking wants to be. <laughs> When you have the most powerful Logia group. <laughs> and he doesn't even know it. <laughs> uh, but we'll see what next week brings. Um, thanks again for hanging out, Suki. It's, it's always. always fun. I enjoy this. And you, dear listeners, you want to stay up to date on anything One Piece. Hey, the new Netflix series that we're still waiting for some updates, maybe the latest chapters, some interesting theories. Be sure to check out murphysmultiverse.com. But, hey, you want to chat with us about our thoughts on everything One Piece? You can find Suki on... Uh, Twitch.tv slash Suki is okay, or Twitter at Suki okay. And you can find me on Twitter at ThatAbel, T-H-A-T-A-B-E-R-L. We can't wait for next week, and thank you for joining us again this time. Until then... Later!